I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. That little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babu, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hey, everyone. John Roca here. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. Watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch free. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream.
Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than copper top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Everybody to a brand new episode of the Raw Recap here on Pro Wrestling Sheet. I'm your host, John Roca. Excited to talk about this Raw. I was say, are ways. you excited to talk about it <laughs> in some ways, and then not in you, most you got ways? Kick it, John Roca. <laughs> I got this energy. Ryan Satin, uh, you're back here. Uh, how was your weekend? We we survived Avengers Endgame. We survived Game of Thrones. It's an exhausting the, weekend. The Starks had a rough weekend this weekend <laughs> in uh, both franchises. Yeah, and all around the Starks yeah. had to deal with some shit. This weekend, uh, no, I loved. Oh man, Endgame was so good. Uh, I'm sure people don't always. Yeah, no I'm sure there's one person watching who hasn't said who hasn't seen one of the two, so I won't spoil <laughs> them. But uh, both epic battles, and I, I was back. I, I do still work on Monday when I'm not here in the office. Yeah. It's not my weekend did end yesterday. I uh, was I just stayed home because it's easier because of Raw and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Oh boy, this Raw was a chore to get through. Yeah, I was surprised at how, after the momentum Raw had been building uh, since a little bit before WrestleMania and then after WrestleMania, I was really surprised to see it fall so flat. And not just from the booking, some of the performers, for the first time ever, I have to say this, some of the performers last night felt a little like they weren't 100% 100% on their game in the ring and outside of the ring. And that kind of bothered me overall. And I wonder if this, you know, you posted something on a wrestling sheet, Ryan, about people leaving the company. You know, I've been saying this, and I know you counter back going, well, everyone wants to get here. Yeah, but money's not always what it's about. It's about how are you happy here? And you're starting to see people, when they see that AEW, they're like, well, there's other places I can go. And I wonder if that's starting to creep into the wrestlers as well. It's possible. It's, I mean, yeah. it's, it's definitely possible. I mean, there's definitely unhappy amongst people in the backstage. I know that for sure. There's okay. lots of people who are unhappy. Um, so, I, I mean, it's, it's definitely possible. I think that... Um, I do think that this episode was a clear indication that WrestleMania season's over. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, we're okay, off the highway. We're off the highway. <laughs> we have taken a weird detour. Uh, you know, we... Because yeah, I, I, I felt like it was like, okay... You guys had like two months or th- whatever of awesome. Uh, uh, I shouldn't say awesome, but there lots of hit or miss things. Yeah, but yeah. but of good television, good storylines overall. overall. overall yeah. uh, and now it's uh, it's back to usual. Yeah, yeah, back to usual. No, it's just real lazy all around. Yeah, that's what it felt. Yeah, absolutely lazy. And there was a feeling of malaise through the whole thing. You know, it starts off uh, there at the Rupp Arena there in Kentucky, historic Rupp Arena there in Kentucky, doing this Raw. Uh, uh, Alexa Bliss comes out, announces the four people who are going to be involved. 
involved in the Money in the Bank match. It's Baron Corbin, it's Drew McIntyre, it's Braun Strowman, and oh, little old Ricochet, who loves ladder matches or Money in the Bank matches. Like He's great in these yeah. big matches. So uh, this is a nice combo. They all have a back and forth. They kind of bully Ricochet a little bit all around. Then Strowman gets involved. Little That gets even more hairy. We see some cracks between Corbin and McIntyre. And then randomly, a, four, a, a tag team match is announced. They go at it. And in the end, Corb, uh, McIntyre turns on Corbin uh, and sets uh, him up to get power slammed by uh, 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 Strowman and then the splash by uh, uh, Ricochet. Overall, did you like this as an opening segment or was this kind of... Uh, I felt like... I mean, all these people should be in the match. So yes. I, I think the choices makes it well... Even Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin is one of the top heels on the show. It makes sense to have him in the match. Former Money in the Bank winner. Yep. Um, so you got two former Money in the Bank winners. You got Drew McIntyre, who's been a focal point of the show. Mm-hmm. And you got Ricochet, who's the young upstart who's going to do something crazy off a ladder. So I'm yeah. into all that. It, yeah. makes, it makes perfect sense. Um, what did you think? You said like the bullying Ricochet thing. Yeah. I mean, there was that one line where Ricochet said, like, I didn't come here to talk. And Drew McIntyre said, well, shut up, man. Yeah, yeah. That cracked me up. Uh, but did you feel like they well, – was this a disservice to Ricochet, him being, you know, in the middle of three hugely tall dudes? Or do yeah. you feel like it made him stand out a little bit because he was so different than everyone else in the ring? I think my feeling as I was watching was he was getting left behind uh, because he was getting bullied all around the situation. And to be honest with you, these guys have been on the main roster for a while having their battles with each other and uh, and not with each other. And Ricochet is still kind of new to the Raw brand now that he's officially on the roster there. But he got a little bit left behind. His promo work needs a little help. And that's always been the thing with Ricochet. His promo work isn't to the top level. I mean, Velveteen Dream owned him in pretty much every promo that they did back and forth. But what Ricochet got was that one move over the top row, which was fantastic. But promo-wise, he gets owned. So I think this is the way they counter this is they give him a hell of a match in this Money in the Bank match. Make it come real close to him. And I wouldn't be surprised if he takes it. I, everyone thinks McIntyre is going to do this thing. Ricochet would be an incredible uh, a winner to come out of this whole thing, especially now that we see that there's cracks between Corbin and McIntyre where that could lead to who knows. But certainly uh, you could see uh, Ricochet scampering up that ladder or jumping off the top rope onto the ladder and then climbing up and grabbing it. That'd be a great way to counter this. Uh, I agree with you. It's, it's interesting because I, I, I agree with your assessment of the, the bullying factor. However, mm. during the match itself, or sorry, not during the match, even in the segment, yeah. the fans were chanting for Ricochet. They were. He's over with the fans. So That's that was an interesting sure. thing to me because I, I, yeah. I felt the same way watching it as just like the producer in my head right. of like watching too, it yeah, critic right? wise. But the fans were behind him. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not as bad as it seems. Probably not. Uh, to, 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 to the viewer, maybe, mm-hmm. or whoever, uh, the critic or whatever. Um, but I didn't, I, 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 I do like that Ricochet is getting an opportunity. I feel like Aleister Black is going to be on the yeah. SmackDown yeah, yeah, side yeah. of things. So which, we can finally get the, the implosion of their tag team. Uh, I'm assuming Lars Sullivan will probably be in the match just based on the way he's been booked. Oh, yeah. And honestly, I don't know who else. But I'm assuming Lars Sullivan, and I think Lars Sullivan's going to take it. To me, oh. Lars Sullivan, this is the this is kind of like this could be his moment of just like he the first match we see him in on the main roster mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the Money in the Bank. He had a great ladder match before. Yeah. He's been involved in one. So um, putting him in this match, having him win, and continuing to do his thing 
and not knowing if one of those times it's going to be against the WWE champion. Right. I feel like that's a good kind of sell on this year's Money in the Bank. Well, you, you talked about it on Pro Wrestling Sheet. He wants to be champion. He said it, and you're like, you you predicted this could happen. What well, he's he, the one who said it. He predicted months, months, 18 right? months, yeah. 18 months, and you said, I can see this happen. I could. So it's certainly possible for Lars. I mean, that's and maybe that's a conversation for tomorrow, but do you like the Alexa Bliss coming out? Like, what are we doing with her, man? I, that's my problem. Is I, It's like... Is she the GM or not? It's, it's she's not the GM, right? But and announcing matches, and, and and it's like, well, you can't have, in my opinion, you shouldn't have Miz TV and a moment of bliss. Yeah, two, that makes no sense. Two a moment of bliss right, segments right. in the same show. That's three talk show things that you've done on one show. Yeah. That's a bit much. I agree. I'm sorry. Like, I know that you need different excuses for for interview segments, but what is? What is Alexa Bliss right now? You know, and she, she keeps just, announcing herself in the matches. Like it was right, so similar on, to when yeah. she was like, "I'm going to announce the WrestleMania host. It's me." Right. It was telegraphed a mile away that mm-hmm. she was going to be the other one in the Money in the Bank match. I I, I do fear that maybe she's going to win it again. Okay. Because didn't she win it last year yeah, and then yeah, yeah. cash in right away? Yeah, on Naya that yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see them giving her a longer one with it this time and having her. You know, have it on the set with her right, and right. holding it up. Um, I guess we're not at the women's one. Not we're yet. at the men's one. Sorry. But I just wanted to see, see what you thought about this because bringing her out, all she did was introduce these people, and then they went at it. They didn't even – like she became an afterthought after that and left the ring, right? So, Well, that's like, the whole thing in all the these point? things that she's kind of an afterthought in all these Moment of Bliss segments. Right. Exactly. Like you said, what's the point? Yeah. I, don't, I don't really get it either. I don't really – I don't feel like they're compelling enough. I, I, at least Miz TV usually advances storylines. Yeah. I don't ever feel like – Moment of Bliss does that. No, no, no. And and I and I, I hear the fans probably thinking, oh, you guys complained that Triple H came out last week. What's his point of being there? Blah, blah, blah. So why have Alexa? And that's the point. The point is you need a GM. You need a GM. It, well, the, it's the supposed raw, to be this. works with a GM. It's supposed to be the McMahons, but then they just show up willy-nilly, too. Yeah, randomly. And it was like... <clears throat> And play heel face, and it was like a conf- it was it was like supposed to be a surprise when Shane showed up, right? And I'm like, well, he's supposed to be there. He's yeah. the you guys said the McMahons are always going to be there. Yeah. You haven't barely been there. Like, brands, yeah. So uh, that has yeah. been my problem. That that is, I agree with you that there needs to be some sort of like I, I, as much as people hate it, I do think that the authority figure helps. It doesn't even have to be a heel. No, 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 no. I'm okay with it not being a heel. I just like I do think it helps when there's an authority figure, like William Regal on NXT. Oh, he's, he's not always there. He was great, but he needs. To, but when he's there, yeah, it, it's for a reason, and mm-hmm. it gets over that authority needed to be, you know, authoritative action needed to take place. I think the two colossal mistakes they made was removing Alexa from being in charge of the women's stuff and then removing Paige from being the GM. At Absolutely. SmackDown. Both those women should be the, the GMs of their respective brands right now. Uh, if you could move Paige back into that moment and move Alexa, because they know what to do with the time that they have, and I think they could really benefit from that situation, then you don't have to waste time with Moment of Bliss or having Paige manage uh, Asuka and, uh, and Kari saying, I know why you're doing that because, you know, on the mic and everything like that, but, you know, they're just being wasted here. You're, being, you're wasting opportunities for good storytelling, and the McMahons don't have to necessarily be involved and can only come in in certain moments down the line. I know? also feel like there's such a small fraction of people who are actually enjoying these segments. Yes, agreed. Thoroughly agreed. And, I, that. I, and, and, and that, that's... When you're trying to put on a, th- a three-hour show that entertains people, you shouldn't put on segments that only entertain right. a, a f- small fraction of the audience this often. I would say three-quarters of Raw last night was apathy from the audience. I yeah. Could, I could hear moves. When you can hear moves, when I hear Joe go sit the fuck down, 
in the middle of a move, you're like, that's because the audience isn't cheering at all. They're just watching this thing and having it go down. That's really how it felt. You were just watching this episode. You weren't like actively entertained, I'll be honest with you. I love WWE, but I was just like not active. And there were things I enjoyed, but for the most part... I was not actively entertained throughout this episode. Well, one of the things I did enjoy, I will say, is the Usos coming out again, having a, a good... I thought they had a good match with Gallows and Anderson. Anderson and Gallows having that uh, promo ahead of time, that pre-tape promo, talking about how they're going to do this or that. We've seen this before, and they go out and lose. So uh, they went out and lost. Well, and this was them being... The, this was the superstar shakeup continuing for a third yeah, week a now. a third week. That's supposedly... A third week now. Yeah, I mean, that is absurd. I'm sorry. Like, the fact that you're just throwing out shakeups at... at <laughs> The third week later with no regard is a bit silly. Um, however, yeah. I will say that I I think this plays into a bigger story of them being switched over. And I think you might be right on what you've been talking about. So I'll save that for later. However, I don't like the I, I, I don't like them randomly being switched over and then losing. Didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, the Usos doing that weird rap thing before the yeah, match. Yeah, that was a little strange. Very confused. Is it our truth? Is that an R-Truth like inspired a, thing? It was a mix between like our truth and the old like haka dance thing they oh, used yeah, to do, yeah, right? Yeah. It was a haka dance. Is that yes. what it's called, right? Yeah. When they used to do that back in the day. It reminded me of like a mix between those two things, and it was it was not good. No. I, I love the Usos, mm-hmm. but I don't think they need to have some weird extra dance thing added into their, or extra rap dance thing added into their entrance. <laughs> the whole thing was that they were like tough, cool guys yeah. that are hanging out in smoky boiler rooms and stuff. So I, I, I don't feel like this added anything to their act. Yeah. Um, I do think that, you know, a good match with, 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 uh, gals Anderson, always a, a pleasure to watch on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe, though, that the, the SmackDown tag division has been rocked of yeah. talent. Like, they, they definitely, I mean, I, I was hoping maybe Gallows and Anderson were going to get a push there because it was already a sort of depleted tag division yeah. over there. And now it's, like, super depleted. So That's I'm interested to see what happens, especially tonight, I guess, I think, because Jeff's supposedly injured. That's the, been the, oh, Jeff the report out right. there, that he's dealing with, like, an injury and they might have to drop the tag titles. Ugh. So I, I'm really wondering what's going to happen. Um, and, and as far as this goes, uh, the, the most ridiculous part of this, obviously, was what happened afterwards. Yeah, this, I, I don't know. I, you know, you want, I, for those maybe who weren't watching, yeah, you well, want to tell them? Like you had, uh, you had uh, the Usos say that they were going to show something that's never been shown on television before, something new, blah, blah, blah. And all they did was show Dash Wilder and uh, um, Scott Dawson, Scott Dawson the, shaving the back. One of them getting their back shaved. Uh, I think it was Wilder getting shaved by Dawson. Right? No. Oh, Dawson gets shaved. Oh, yeah. So Dawson gets shaved by Wilder. And they had a camera. And, and dude, the revival, I've never always been on the side of the rival, but God, man. And the fact that they're making him do this crap is terrible. And then you get the homophobia that was rampant between their back and forth, which really fucking bothered me. I thought we were past that shit. Cena did that shit. The Rock did that shit. I thought we moved past it. And it's so ridiculous because you can't buy one side of your mouth saying, don't be a bully, accept everybody, blah, 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 have these campaigns. And the other side of your mouth, have your stars making homophobic jokes or, you know, like quietly homophobic jokes. It's just stupid. It's stupid. I also feel like there's other things you can do. I also feel like it's one thing if, like, the Usos had been heels and they were doing right. it. This but is, they're the good yeah. guys. Yeah, they're and they're the good like, guys. They're the good guys. And they're filming people without their consent in the shower. Right. And then kind of like 
I mean, yeah, like you said, there's yeah. homophobic. Uh, there's a homophobic thing on the horizon, on, on, yeah. the, on the surface there of yeah. what they're saying, and it is a little odd because you go like. Uh, this whole thing we're watching is incredibly gay. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I love professional wrestling, but it's guys who are oiled and women who are oiled on top of each other. Great points. Covered in oil, rubbing on top of each other yep. for five minutes. And don't tell me they don't, that the Dusos haven't manscaped themselves to. Don't tell me every wrestler yeah, yeah. doesn't do that. Where's, with, your under, where's your hair under your arms? It, I can't tell you how many times I've seen wrestlers putting the, not seen a person with the pictures yeah. of them, like, putting the spray tan on each yeah. other. I mean, like, it's a thing, so I, I I don't understand the like making fun of it. Yeah. Um, I, I I will say I wasn't like as overtly offended as as some people seem to be on social media yeah. because I do think at the end of the day. Monday Night Raw is like a soap opera for children, and there are ridiculously stupid things like that that have to be brought down to a to the lowest common denominator uh, to, to to entertain people. There are people who enjoy that, as evidenced by the match that happened later, where people were chanting at Scott Dawson, right. "Shave your back," which makes no sense because he had already shaved his back. <laughs> you saw it, so like you have to cater to those people too. I get it. It's like the same thing I was talking about how I didn't enjoy uh, the other segment because it's like it, the moment of bliss because yeah. it caters to a small market i get a small fraction of people i get it i get that um, and there are people who, who do enjoy this kind of potty humor i'm sure my dad laughed at it i'm sure there are other people laughed at it um I, I, that's how i look at it. so I, I get both sides of the coin here i get i get doing storylines for the lowest common denominator however like you said i don't mm-hmm. think i think it's a bit silly to be like oh we're pro anti-bullying right, you know we're right. not we're against bullying however if it's on TV and you're 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 filming people against their consent naked in the shower, not naked in their towels in the yeah. shower, that's okay. It's because it's for TV. So it is there. It's like where do you draw the line? Also, that one lady got like in really 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 big trouble for filming someone in the shower against her consent. Right, right. I forget, I think it was a she porn was an star. Instagram model or porn star. Right. She got in trouble for, uh, for filming a seven year old lady at an LA fitness. I something think. like that. Yeah. And then she got destroyed on social media. For that. <laughs> yes. So you see something like. This. And, the th- and those are bad people, so that's the only right. thing. It's like if you wanted them to get heat, that's one thing. But right. this was designed to 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 ridicule the revival. But that's my point, man. The Rock has done this shit. So has Cena and Austin. I don't recall Austin overtly doing it, but I know the Rock and Cena, ha- as faces, have made these attacks on manhood, implying homosexuality is somehow lesser than a, being a man. Like if you're homosexual, you, it's less than being a man. There's ways to attack a, 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 a man manhood or whatever that does not have to veer into that territory and you talk about yeah it's for kids that's the problem in my opinion yeah. you're giving kids this mindset as they go to school with other little kids so if one kid likes mm, a, a musical or something like that all of a sudden he's attacked for being less than a man because it's supposedly gay and that's what I want to destroy out of the WWE because it does not or need- filming a kid in the locker room or filming a kid in the locker room right exactly it does not need to be there and it's super frustrating when you see some people like the Usos who have fucking love doing crap like this and I wonder behind the scenes if all four of them were really uncomfortable with this and did it because they had to but didn't like it and, and well, I, I don't know if you saw the story yesterday back. but the report I mean and I've heard the same yeah. thing that they, the, the, the revival were offered new contracts recently and, uh. they, and that they haven't signed them and so why I wouldn't sign it now after this well the, I, and it's you know, 
the the the, 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 the general consensus <laughs> is that this is why they're doing that. To them. Oh. It's because like, oh, you don't want to stay here. All right, well, let's make you really not want to stay here. And I don't know if that's true, but that seems to be the um, the thought process on the internet. And 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 I don't know if that is true, but it is interesting Jesus. that it comes out shortly after it comes out that these guys said no to new con- or not no, but that they haven't signed new contracts. Uh, this happens. How petty, man. Petty AF. Anyway, all right, let's move on. Let's move on because we can talk about that for a whole hour. But the Miz TV, Miz TV happened here as as uh, Ryan mentioned. Miz TV, another talk show comes out, does his thing, interviews Bobby Lashley, Lashley who's looking incredible, but without Leo Rush, which is really weird. And he's, I don't know, he's not great on the mic. I think he did his best. Bobby Lashley, this. Bobby Lashley says this. Bobby Lashley says that. And then eventually he hits that bone, that uh, button about uh, Miz's dad. It causes Miz to freak out, jump on top of him. They get into an impromptu match and then uh, Shane comes out to interfere and then Bobby gets the the victory on a spear and then Shane does maybe the weakest beatdown I've ever seen in my entire life on The Miz and uh, uh, knocks him unconscious apparently so did you like all of this are we uh, I mean this story what do you I'm, think I hate it I, I, I know you <laughs> you hate it yes go ahead I hate the fact that they are continuing with Miz versus Shane yeah. it makes me so angry <laughs> i am so over this storyline i just i i'm i ugh. i was gonna compare it to game of thrones but i won't because i hate spoilers, <laughs> spoilers. but like i hate it so much like and i was watching this and going like well okay like miz versus lashley like okay that's a yeah, yeah. different thing you know try miz try and miz out as a face for real with someone else now that's not shane Okay, you yeah. know, I, I guess, you know, and then it was like, oh, there's, and, and it almost it was funny because it reminded me of like the WWE ECW. Yeah. Like, oh, Lashley and Miz, that's a very WWE ECW feud 10 years later, but okay, all yeah. right, um, I'm in, I'm, I'll, 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 I'll give it a shot. And then they bring up George, and I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> so they're going to keep talking about Miz's dad yeah. as his character. I guess whatever. Okay, cool. They show the picture. They show yeah. the picture. I'm like, okay, I get. I mean, like, I like all the Miz. I, I like Mrs. Dad. I think he's a funny character. So I'm like, okay, we're, we're gonna just they're gonna use Mrs. Dad now as a thing. And then Shane got involved, and I was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this isn't an ending with Shane. And then later in the show, when he challenges the steel cage steel match, cage match, and I'm just like. Why? And then I realized it's because I was right all along What's about that? Miz versus Shane. What's that? The only reason they've done this yeah. and they've kept this thread going is for Saudi Arabia. Oh, no. We're getting closer to the next Saudi Arabia show, and this is the only thread that's been going on since then. They've been continued. They've, they have managed to keep a, a storyline from from Crown Jewel, yeah. From this whole Best in the World tournament, they have continued it on for months and months and months on end. Now it's because they're going to have a Best in the World match against each other at at, at whatever it's called and whatever happens. <sighs> it's, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's what I said well, this whole time. You're right. And now we're getting closer to yeah, it. Shane, and, and I don't know why people aren't angrier about yeah. it. But they have they they can't they can't. <laughs> it's apathy. They can't continue a storyline for this long to help build to wrestlemania yeah yeah they can't do but for saudi arabia they'll do it and they'll they'll stay firm on it for nine months mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's got to be almost nine months now oh yeah 
Oh, yeah. That's how long we've been in this whole storyline with yep. Shane and The Miz. Yeah, because it was from <gasps> him convincing Shane to become his tag team partner to them fighting for the, getting the titles, then losing the titles, then turning uh, uh, Shane turning on Miz, and now we're, we're in this. We're in the end game now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I hope. But, how, but when have you ever seen WWE invest? In the 80s. Yeah, exactly. Right. You've never 80s, seen WWE 90s, invest yeah. in an arc this long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. In, in the modern era of WWE, this is rare. Very rare. You keep it going this long. Do you know what there I'm saying? There has to be a reason for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saudi Arabia. Like Charlotte and Becky have been going for a long time as well. But even but that it's, petered off for a little while. Exactly. It it's like a, has other people involved. Pe- other people involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peaks, this has just been these two guys in this like nine-month yeah, storyline. Right. It's just – and I know people have come in and out similar to Becky and them. But I feel like the Becky and Charlotte thing, like even that one – wasn't as dedicated because yeah. they had like Charlotte because of the injury, and yeah. even then, I would say it was like a four month thing. How long between SummerSlam and WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah. Or, or, sorry, Survivor Series November, December, right. January, February, March, April. So, like six months, six okay. months. Yeah, it's been going for a bit, but that's way more exciting than this. <laughs> much more so, exciting and much more deserving of it, exactly. And you get Lashley, poor Lashley gets thrown into this situation, a boring feud here going on. Lashley now may be an element of it to carry us for a few more months until we have. The Saudi Arabia thing, which will, oh, I also terrible. don't need Shane McMahon on every show. I really, yeah, agreed. I'm sorry. I like going to do this. This is not punching. This doesn't hurt. I like Shane, but it's like he's already in the middle of a few Roman Reigns yeah. and Elias True. on SmackDown. I True. thought he had transitioned into that. Now he's still on Raw and still doing this Miz yeah. thing. It's like. Shane Overload. I yeah, like Shane I in the Attitude Era, but Shane Overload. I think that's the great. I think that's the best thing you uh, you've said uh, about Shane is that we've hit that wall where like it's enough is enough. Like we, we it was great when he was show popping up every few months, staying for a few weeks, and then rolling away and then coming back because then you get people's desire to see him. But at this point now, he's not. Vince it's McMahon. way too much. Yeah, right. No he's, one is. He's not. As no good, he's is. not as strong of a heel character as Vince McMahon. Is. Right. Vince is so good at it. Um, all right. The Lucha House Party took on the Viking Raiders. Um, uh, the Lucha House Party thought, well, this time we'll attack you from behind uh, and got some shots in, which I kind of appreciated. Uh, and there were some shots going back forth the ring. Then the Viking Raiders destroyed this situation, destroyed them and, and ended that situation quickly. Um, I, I like that they, like I said this, I said this right a couple weeks ago. Like we need a team that fights back. They finally fought back, but in the end, it still was essentially a squash match. Yeah, it was, I think it was like a minute and a yeah. half. Yeah, uh, what is you? I mean, like does this do? This doesn't help you think the Viking Raiders are even more powerful or anything. Like that. I mean, Lucha House Party, Lucha House Party are essentially jobbers at this point. No, yes, for, I should say jobbers, uh, uh, enhanced talent because people take offense to the word jobber, but they're enhanced talent at this point. And they're what? En- enhancement talent. Get the fuck out. <laughs> And, Are and, you a janitor or a custodial engineer? I'm a custodial <laughs> engineer. Get the fuck out of here. And so I, 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 you know, I don't think they gain anything out of it. But like I said last week, um, yeah. Like, like I said last week, I, I, I really feel like you need to establish certain parts of a team. And so yeah. I do think these segments do establish the team in certain regards, even if it's at the expense of insanely talented people like Grand Metal League and Kalisto. Um, but we're done now. They're established. Are they? It's only two weeks. I, I think they're established because that Viking experience swept social media. So everybody knows who they are, and now they've destroyed people. So give me a tag team they can go after now. Has Heavy Machinery gone over to SmackDown? 
Uh, they have, but it. but they haven't been on there yet. That think. would have been the nice rivalry. Heavy Machinery versus War Raiders again, or Viking Raiders again. I would have liked to have seen that uh, on the roster. I feel like the cl- or Gallows and Anderson would have been a good one, too. Yeah, but they're not heels anymore. I mean, they're heels, so they're not going to be jumping in. They're kind of, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's going to have to be, well, no, I guess not. I don't know who it's going to be, to be honest with you. Maybe they're just doing this until the Usos, Dash Wilder, and Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins things figures itself out. And then well, my guess is they're going to my my guess is they're going to beat Hawkins and Ryder for the tag title. Yes, and then and then War Viking Raiders will wrestle like the revival and the yeah. Usos and all those kinds of guys. Yeah, that's what it seems to be setting up in that way. All right, let's move on. We got another moment of bliss because we haven't had too many. Uh, they she comes out and announces the female participants in the Money in the Bank. This is what Ryan was referencing. She announces Dana Brooke, Natty, and uh, Naomi comes out feeling the glow. And then there's a fourth person. Oh nope, it's not Ruby Riot. It's Alexa Bliss. So these four will now bet. Why in the Fuck, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Why is not Ruby in this equation? You better have something planned. She must be injured or something because this makes no goddamn sense. These four is boring as hell. I'm sorry. Natty and Dana? No. I'm cool with Alexa and Naomi, but you got to give me. But throw Riot in there. Do something. This is a boring foursome in my opinion. I'm not going to disagree with you. I mean, I I, 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 I would say boring foursome. I, I really, as much as I like Dana Brooke... As a person, she seems like a great yes, person. As a person, I don't know how she. Talk about character. I, I don't know how her character was given this opportunity. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know what Natty is talking about, saying like we all want, sh- we we all have de- are deserving of. Man, you've had uh, 10, 15 years. You've had opportunities. You're not like you know sitting in the back not getting opportunities. You've had multiple opportunities. She made it seem as if she's never. She's like never gotten opportunities. And I was like, come on. I mean, I'm. I'm I'm okay with how you mean the match because I do think having a veteran helps everyone sure. evolve. And I feel like That's it's fine. kind of like when Finley would be in one of these matches. You're like, okay, he's the one guy who's gonna be the the grappler in the match. Yeah. Similar to her, she's gonna be the 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 you know the base for a lot of yeah. people. So I'm, I'm into it. Uh, but the Dana Brooke thing, I just went like, how do you not use this time to then? Put a spotlight on Ruby Riot yeah. and Sarah Logan. Now that you've got them all split up, and I don't know if it's because they haven't decided what they want to do with, with yeah. those two yet, yeah. if they're waiting for some time to pass after Riot Squad, and then they're going to be reintroduced as like strong singles acts. Yeah. That could be the case. But wouldn't that be? But I feel like that this would be the way to do it. You yeah. introduce at least one of them here. This should be a six woman tag team. If you throw Riot and Logan in this, you have a fun six woman tag team match. Wait, what? I mean, a six-woman six woman match for the Money oh, in the Bank. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Uh, not tag, but a six-woman match. Well, I do think this. that it wouldn't... It, it, I wouldn't have been against Ruby Riot and Sarah Logan being the other two. Yes. But you run the risk of, like, they're, you know, the... the them still being a, like, oh, two members of the Riot Squad in the match when they haven't firmly established themselves as singles acts yet, it might confuse things a little bit. So I can see that, right, you know. Fair. But put one of them in there. Yeah, at least I'm cool. With one of them. I don't think Ruby Riot needs some giant character reset. She's gonna be Ruby Riot. Yeah. She's got these tattoos. She's got things. She doesn't need this massive overhaul of, of, yeah. of character. Um, speaking of massive overhaul of characters, ridiculous that Bobby Roode, Roode, Robert Roode, wasn't on the show. Yeah, ridiculous. What happened? They literally set up this big new like push for Bobby Roode last week. He beats Ricochet, and then Ricochet gets added to the Money in the Bank match, right. and Robbie Ru- Robert is nowhere to be found. Mm. That was silly. Uh, but back to this, I felt like, yeah, I just, I, I do feel, I hope 
the women's – the only thing I can, I can guess is that Liv Morgan's going to be in the match on the SmackDown side of okay. things, and they didn't want to have it to have all the members of Riot Squad in a match right away again. Okay, so you're throwing Dana Brooke? I just – I don't get it. Throw it – throw, you know she's not going to win. You know she's just cannon fodder for all three of the other women in this thing. That's what's frustrating. Yeah, but she would have been pissed if they threw Ruby Riot and Sarah Logan in there, and they were – and they were – had that purpose in the match. If they had that purpose in the match, yes. But if they didn't have that purpose in the match, that would be fun to see them come close to winning, see them get some great spots, reestablish their connection with the crowd, especially Sarah Logan. Look, Ruby's cool with the crowd. I think crowd's into Ruby. Sarah needs some time to get back over to get over with the crowd as a singles competitor. See, she's Give the, her the shot. She's the one that I feel like needs the overhaul a little bit. Sure. She needs a couple of vignettes of her doing outdoor stuff. Right. She needs like, I think she needs the most finesse because she's a great talent. She's young. But she, and she's young. Um, I, I feel like she has a lot of character yeah. when you hear her talk and stuff like that. Um, I just think she needs to be packaged in the right way if she's going to be a singles talent. Agreed. But Ruby... Is Ruby, like I was saying. Ruby, I don't think you need some massive overhaul of her character. Right. She easily could have fit in there. She's been on Raw like every week for the past like year. Yeah. Uh, it it would have made more sense than Dana Brooke. However, like I said, I do believe that, that posi- the reason Dana Brooke is in that position is because yeah. it, she is just there to help. The, yeah. you know, she is just there to help. She's not there to win. Yeah, no, she's not there to win. And that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. I like a match where you don't know who's going to win. I agree with that. You know, and, you, and if you but threw every, in there. But, you know, in every Money Bank match, there's the Money in the Bank match. There's usually one or two duds in the match who's, that you know are never going to win. Like a cane beat in the, the match. Who's the dud in the foursome that we announced at the beginning of Raw? There's no dud. No, but there will be, I bet, on the SmackDown side of things. Not sure, probably true. Fair enough. Uh, and I love Alexa, and I love Naomi, uh, you know, and it's great to see them getting back in the ring. Then they get into this match, and the match was kind of weirdly oh, God. lame. And missed what was spots, this whole thing? Missed spots, the whole thing about the, the shoe, which is, a, I think, a call to Tanya Harding complaining about her skates not being right. Therefore, she does why she didn't do well. She could, the way that she was constantly like, okay, putting I'm it sorry. up the ring rope. Talking about Tanya Tanya Harding in 2019 <laughs> is ridiculous. Well, we, look, last year we had that movie, or was it two years ago? I guess I it was last year. Yeah, I think it was last year we had that movie, so, you know, or two years ago. So she's still somewhat Fine. topical. Fine. But uh, it seemed like that was no, the No, you're right. Right? Because she was putting no, they her foot on, on the ropes. Yeah, they said on commentary. She put her foot on the ropes like Tanya did to the judges when her skates, when her uh, uh, laces broke on her skates. So it was, it was sensing that, but like, Naomi didn't get shine off this win at all, and Corey immediately undercut it. Immediately. This win shouldn't count because she didn't have her shoes. Immediately. So wh- you're not even promoting Naomi in this. I, I don't hate, like the more you say, I don't hate Alexa Bliss being more Tanya Harding than, than, than like Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. yeah. She thinks she's Nancy Kerrigan, but she's really Tanya Harding. That's a fun angle. That actually play. is a fun way of playing yeah, it. Now yeah. that if that's like what they're trying to. If they go that if that's what they're trying. But this match was ridiculous. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, it was ridiculous. I thought they were going to like do a shoeless match for a second. Yeah. yeah. Um, the crowd could give a shit. This, neither could I. I was watching this yeah. just going like. Why am I supposed to care about any of this? And this is Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss should get people on their feet. And I think the WWE messed up with Naomi her. too. People yeah, love Naomi. Naomi too. Very good point. Naomi too. And, and it, it was like, and, and not, it's not the same, but it harkens back to like what they used to think of the women. You yeah. know, of like, yeah. of like shoe, shoeless match or this, like yeah. what? What is this? Yeah, the, the stipulation match. This? Yeah, yeah, this is honestly. If it was, this and and the shaving the back thing yeah. are really what, what put a sour taste in my mouth on Agreed. this episode because I was just like a 
like you've got like twenty riders backstage. Yeah, yeah. And I realize that no matter what those twenty riders present to Vince, Vince is gonna want to do Vince is gonna do what Vince wants to do. Um but if this is the the creative effort you're putting forward when those twenty people get out of a meeting, even if it's at five in the morning the meeting or three yeah. in the morning, whatever, uh, it's like you guys could have done better. Than yes. This. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, well, I hate to be, I hate to be a dick because that is kind of rude to say. I know, yeah. I know that it's not easy to write television, but right. like, we've seen better. You, we've seen you all do better. I agree, agreed, agreed. Uh, and one of the right things that actually they did better with the Firefly Funhouse. I thought this was this kept going this weird kind of uh, angle of Bray Wyatt being this pseudo Pee Wee Herman uh, guy drawing a flaming house, a house on fire rather. Uh, then uh, Witch Abigail, Abigail the Witch showed up. Uh, with uh, what was the name of the rabbit? Ra- it's, uh, rambling rabbit. Rambling rabbit. Rambling rabbits. Uh, all I like the rambling rabbit was real like dude talky. Yeah. Hey, dude, what's up, dude? It was, a, it was a little weird that one. And then uh, he's. I thought we get a female voice doing Abigail, but it's actually I think it's him. I, it doing has the to voice, be him. right? Yeah. So I almost wonder if he's all the voices now. Yeah, probably. Because the one does sound like him. Co- the coffee one does. The mercy does yep. sound like him. Yep. Um. I liked it, though. I liked it. The whole sociopath thing made me laugh. That was very funny. The word of the day the is word sociopath. Of the day sociopath. Um, I like I Rambling Rabbit setting him up. It almost sounds like it's the word of the day. It is. <laughs> and, him, and, you know, I, when we first started seeing these vignettes, I mentioned, not with Abigail, but I mentioned with that box that I thought Abigail was going to be involved because there was smoke coming out of the box. Mm -hmm. And I thought maybe it had something to do with the fire with Randy Orton. And now we see that fire when Randy Orton set the house on fire was a, it is something that's being factored in here because that's what he was painting was that moment when the house burned down and stuff. Um, And you heard the woman screams. And right. You heard the woman screams, and then Abigail was real mad about it, and got and got mad that he was talking about mm-hmm. it. Um, so I, I do. It's, it's just again, I like that it's layered. I like that yeah, it seems like thought was put into it. It wasn't just like for the lowest common denominator. In fact, it feels like the opposite on this one. It feels yep. like they're going for the highest common denominator of someone who wants to like look deeper into little clues and stuff. And that's great. Agreed. Agreed. And I hope that when this, uh, when they. Um, kind of come to the culmination of vignettes it's been him sitting in the room the whole time with fingers puppets on his fingers and that it's not an actual it's all in his mind oh i agree with and you 100% has to worry the way it goes down 100% feel this right? is going to be all in his mind yeah. oh he's yeah he's just been talking to he's, 100% i've yeah. heard it's going to get darker oh good i've heard it's going to get darker good i want it to that's all darker. i really know is i've heard it's going to get darker and How i'm excited for that because i think that this one it wasn't necessarily as dark as the first one so i hope that they get a little. Deep, I don't know. Dark I hear rhythm. the women screaming as they're getting caught. I hear the woman screaming as she's getting caught on fire in the house. That was pretty scary to hear. True, true. It was pretty scary to hear. So I, I think they, I think they're they're like slowly walking into the darkness, and you're feeling it in every one of these things. Like how far he's going to go, especially when he goes. Just let me inside. You're just like, ah! yeah. Know, wait, so go good. back. Scroll up a little bit. Yeah. I I wasn't. Can you pull that part up? Because I think I looked away, and Jamie said the same thing to me, and I think oh. I didn't see when he said that. Yeah. Did it, like, change for a second? It didn't change. His face changed. Just let me in. See, 
Yeah. Okay. That's scary as fuck. That's scary as hell, man. So that's, that's he great also, stuff. I also like that because it, it does kind of feel like each character is a different kind of like incarnation yeah. of himself. The yeah. first one is the initial uh, Hawaiian shirt wearing Bray Wyatt. Right. The second one is much more of like the main roster, Sister Abigail, deeper Bray right. Wyatt. Uh, so I wonder what the bunny represents. Um but I, I, I also like that when he was talking to the bunny, he told the bunny to run when yeah. Sister Abigail came. And it, it was like when he used to say run uh, with the Wyatt family thing. Yeah, run. yeah. So I, I like that he did. I also loved when he did the Nacho Libre That thing was a nice there. reference. Oh, Tickety C. <laughs> that cracked me up because that's one of those references. Honestly, I reference Nacho Libre sometimes and nobody ever gets it. You'll Listen, that's quietly one of my favorite Jack Black movies. Great ever. movie. Yeah. The, when, people don't give that movie enough love. I always say like, not always, but every time I'm around my girlfriend, I don't think she's seen the movie. I'll be like, hey, send me a piece of that corn. And, and she never laughs. Makes me laugh every time. But I'm all, everyone has to see a piece of corn. So like, hey, send me a piece of that corn. She never laughs. Whenever anyone brings me extra food that I don't want to go, get that corn out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. Anyway, all right, let's move on to so it's really the highlight Shocking of the Shocking the two Latino dudes that's yeah, right. liked Nacho Libre and reference it and nobody else gets it. Caca! <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's, let's move on to the highlight of the night for me, and that was the Lacey Evans. Becky Lynch. Oh, that's great. A million percent on board now. Highlight of the show. Yeah, I was on the fence about Lacey, but Lacey really brought it this like she kind of showed shades of it, shades of this last week, but this week understands the moment, understands what she, the opportunity she has here, and she is giving her all, and I love it. And she it it felt, Ryan, and I don't know if you know this from your connections there, but it felt like there's somewhat real heat between these two. Because some of those punches were swinging in like for real. So I don't know what that is. I don't know if people like get mad at Becky or what have you, but there was, uh, I mean, Lacey wasn't fighting like an underdog here. Lacey almost like an equal, and I thought I was really surprised by that. I'm sure it's more to the best of Vince McMahon of like, hey, you make sure you look like a tough mm. badass out there. You know, you're, you're from the military. Right. You know? right. Um, she did look strong as hell. She man. did. And I really liked her timing. Yes. Uh, that was some great timing of when she like did her whole talk and then she tore off yep. the part of her dress and just went to town. You're like, yeah, that's a, that's a, badass woman right there you know like she the, I, I liked all that and the whole make me a sandwich uh, go no. make me a sandwich everything about it was great love seeing Sanjay Dutt every once in a while yes. on TV now coming out there to break up fights uh, but Fin yeah, Finley too yeah and he has a beard he now he has a beard <laughs> Uh, I was looking for, I was waiting for him to pull out the shillelagh or whatever it was called. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I really, really enjoyed this segment. I think that um, it was the toughest Becky Lynch has looked in a while. Yes. Because, you know, sometimes I feel like she does demean her opponents a little bit. And in this one, she didn't really demean anyone. She kind mm. of raised Lacey up. And yep. then the, the additional fight on top of it just kind of like was the icing on the cake. Yep. Uh, so I believe that it was, uh, you know, this is a really good segment all around. Um yeah, I, I liked it. It was mm-hmm. great. It was great. And then I'm much to say about it because I just think it was really well done all around. Now I don't know who's going to win. I'm telling you, I feel like there's a possibility of yeah. Lacey winning. Yeah. I, now I, I don't know who's There's a possibility. Win. There's a good chance she's going to lose one of the belts. I have a hard right. time believing that Vince is going to have a traveling champion right now. Yeah, yeah. I know fair. we've had it for a month or whatever, but I just don't th- I just don't see it being a long-term okay. thing. Okay. Uh, but I like that Becky said that, uh, you know, she's got uh, she she has no problem defending this. She's not going to hide like Charlotte did. Like this, still getting the shots at Charlotte as she does. Which is funny cuz all that does is play into what Charlotte always says of like cuz Char- 
Mm-hmm. Becky's always like, oh, Charlotte, I'm in Charlotte's head. Charlotte can't get me out of her head or whatever. But then it's always Becky talking about yeah, Charlotte. That's true. <laughs> so, that's true. <laughs> I mean, Charlotte's the one who's right there in, in terms of character. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm happy. With, I'm happy with what Lacey's doing. So we'll see how this goes down. All right, Hawkins and Ryder. Uh, they ended up defeating the revival. That was the next match here uh, by pinfall. You cool with this? Uh, I like that Hawkins Ryder had new music. That they, yeah. I don't know if it was like their old theme or whatever. I like they had their own unique theme. I'm not yep. sure if that's been a thing for a while. But I don't recall them having that song. Um, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, I do think that Hawkins and Ryder need to establish themselves as champions yeah. if they're going to have a meaningful tag title match, even if it's just to lose. So I was okay. I was okay with it. Um, I don't have them drop it here. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with it at all. I mean, if anything though, it's like back to what I was saying with the revival of like the rumors or whatever. Is that like, okay, is that the back shaving and then they lose? Uh, I don't know. It's not, it's not the best sign of things, but, but, We'll see. Yeah. It, it seems so positive. You know, I go back to that picture of the revival with Becky and Sasha. Uh, 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 no, ba- I'm sorry, with uh, uh, Bailey and Sasha. And you're like, oh, these four now, they don't. Damn, that's tough. Because yeah. That seemed to be a moment for all four of them that, hey, we've done it through the indies, through the things. We've established ourselves, and now we're champions finally. And it was and like boom, a moment for tag team wrestling. Off. Like, we yeah. care about, we all yeah. care about tag team wrestling, yeah. and Vince was like, well, I don't. <laughs> uh, bullshit. Uh, <laughs> Alright, Sami Zayn, second highlight of that, I think, Sami Zayn, continuing these incredible promos, and the irony that Sami is talking about self-entitlement uh, in these promos, considering what you've heard about Sami and Kevin Owens and multiple uh, organizations coming in and complaining about what they should be getting and how they should be pushed. Go listen to Jim Cornette talk about Kevin Owens. That is seriously some incredible shoot conversations going on there. But like you hear also, it's it's a great irony to hear Sammy doing all this crap when Sammy's the one that's been accused of it at times as well. I think that's like the best wrinkle of his whole new yeah, character yeah, yeah. is that it's like it's almost like he's talking about himself. It, it feels like almost like he's rebelling against people who, who have done what he has done. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm cool with that. I like that. And I agree with you. I think this, these are all great segments. I am wondering where they're going to go. Yeah, where but does it go? I, we've, we, we've already kind of discussed that a bunch. Um, but, but regardless, I think that uh, it was one of the highlights of the show seeing Sami Zayn cut a promo on a five-year-old yeah. that didn't even exist. You know? Like, that was great. I, I loved that. That that was hilarious. So and I, he probably yeah. totally sighed the figure and he probably was really nice. Probably never even happened. It's like when a comedian it could be. It's like when a comedian tells a joke and you're like, tells like a story about a yeah. thing they did, and you're like, "Oh, I can relate." Then you're like, "Wait, that didn't actually happen. <laughs> he just made that whole joke up, didn't he?" Shit, you know. So uh, don't I, forget the coffee, sweetheart. Is, is that a real? No, that's not. A, that's a fake joke. We're not. It really happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think Sami Zayn's uh, killing it. I, I, I loved this segment too. It's one of those ones where I, I didn't have a lot to say about it because yeah. it really was entertaining, and I liked that. You know, even though they did it with the socio path thing. I liked him having the entitlement, whatever the word it was. Psychological entitlement. Yeah, yeah. having that on the screen. That was a nice little bonus there. <laughs> it was perfect. Alright, Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio went at it again. This was kind of a deflating match for me watching them bite. I was expecting more. We got Dominic some screen time, which I think you mentioned uh, weeks ago that this may be the reason why Rey's come back. Kind of put Dominic over a little bit, get him seen by the fans, and maybe wrestle with him in a tag team match. But certainly, this was the most uh, Dominic has been featured since he was a little child. Well, no, no, they had this thing a few weeks ago before WrestleMania. That's when we were talking oh, about it. Is right. they started this angle, yes. but then they stopped my bad, my bad. because yeah. Rey Mysterio got injured. Right. And they had him lose in a minute. So I'm very happy that they've. I personally was happy yeah. they picked it back up again because I'm waiting to see Dominic get ruined. It's going to be great. Oh my god! Also, I 
I, I am wondering because everyone is assuming that Dominic's going to get ruined. Yeah. I am slightly wondering if they are going to do the opposite and tr- and swerve you and you think that Dominic's going to get ruined. Yeah. But Dominic is just like his dad now where Dominic's got skill and he's going to fight back against Raymond Stokes. He's a tall dude. He's a tall kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I, I, I almost wonder if that's the angle they're going to go is Smojo's going to start to punk Dominic and Dominic fights back. I think Dom is going to turn on Ray. No! No way! Look, we're both Latinos. Sometimes we turn on our dads. And I could, <laughs> I could see that happen with Dominic going, I'm tired of being a prop. I'm tired of being a, a part of your storyline. I have my own shoes to blah, blah, blah. And then totally turns and goes with Joe. That'd be brilliant. That would be brilliant. That's how you put him over. And people boo him and hate him, but then like him if he's a really good wrestler. And Ray probably would love to be able to wrestle his son in the ring and take a, a, a put his son over as a face to a heel. I mean, like, I've never seen right. Dominic wrestle, so it's hard to say. If, yeah. if Dominic is... He's killing it, and I don't know. Yeah. And he's been like training, and, and, and I know he's been training, but in those training sessions, he's just been blowing everyone away. I'm into that. Yeah. If he hasn't been, and he's still very green, I, I fear that it becomes too David Flair esque. Oh, yes, very good point. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like the rich, entitled mm-hmm. son of Rey Mysterio, and obviously, you know, in my opinion, Rey Mysterio is one of the greatest of all time. Yes, agreed. So uh, that's why I feel like it's similar to, to, to a Ric Flair, mm, David okay. Flair scenario. I see that. Um, however, uh, I, I'm hoping that, I do hope they go the opposite way. I, I would like to see Rey Mysterio and his son tag for a minute. I think that like the people like me and you who remember those, you know, when Dominic was a child yeah, on with, WWE TV, you go like, tips, yeah. oh man, yeah, with frost and tips, <laughs> you go like, oh, that's cool. Like I'm ready yeah. for, I'm, I'm into that. You know, he'll come out and he'll have like Ray Mysterio, or, or sorry, Eddie Guerrero style pants too, just to kind of like oh, yeah. throw back to who may be his dad. I, we don't know. <laughs> uh, but that's, Great I, angle. Loved that classic angle. Classic angle. So I, I don't know. I, I hope that we get, before we get a, a evil Dominic, I, I would like to see I would like to see a uh, a push a little thing for Dominic, and uh, but it will also be fun if, if Samoa Joe just destroys. Yeah, because it could too. be his. It could go the Rocky Maivia route where the fans turn on him because everyone he's supposed to be liked by everybody. True, and if he goes heel, then he gets like he kind of avoids that situation. But we'll see. That's why I really wanted. I mean, that that's why my biggest question is. How good is is Dominic? Yeah, right yeah, now? yeah. That, I think that's the biggest question. I we think have to that find out. you know he. If I recall, Ray said that like. He wants. I remember him saying like he wanted to do something. Dominic wants to do like something to continue the Mysterio legacy, but not fully like wearing the mask yeah, and yeah, everything. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm. He's also way too tall to be the next Rey Mysterio. Yes. He's like two Rey Mysterios. Agreed. So he can't be like Rey Mysterio the third or something like that, right. or Rey Mysterio Junior Junior. He can't, you know, uh, or El Hijo de Rey Mysterio. Oh, El Hijo. Like I like El Hijo. You can't do that. I don't think he's too. He's too big. Yeah, he's Jesus. He is big. <laughs> El Monstro de <laughs> Mysterio. You know. So um, I. I, I, but I will say, out of everything that went on, I am most intrigued by this storyline. I like it. I like the mm-hmm. I, I, only because I know that Dominic's been training for a few years yeah. now. I'm into it. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that this leads to something along those lines. But even if it's just Smojo beating up Dominic, I'm into it. Yeah. Um, I will say though, I do, I did not love Ramsey winning here. Yeah. No, I didn't. It made no sense. And. It was a terrible win. Like, 
Joe laid they they were late on the timing on that, and Joe just laid there t- taking the pin. And so his hands obviously. were right next to the rope. Yeah, James next to he the literally could have all he had to do was extend his not even grabbing the ropes. Just they had to be under the ropes. He literally had to slide his hand out. It was weird. Like one hand. Joe was supposed to take the pin, obviously, but so but he laid there like yeah. It was way too long. He literally could have scooted his head back like yeah. an inch, and he would have been under the ropes. Yeah, yeah. I, it, was, it was it was a little silly in that regard. I lame. also I also didn't. I also didn't like it because I I feel like with his new with his move over to Raw, yeah. I would have liked to have seen him be booked as a as a as as having I feel like he's been booked as having more bark than his bite. Like yeah, he, yeah. he he's been booked as um a, a talker yes. and not someone who backs it up. And, right. and that and I don't want him to fall into the category of like a Bray Wyatt who had to go away for a year to forget all those yeah. promised wins that didn't happen. I feel like Smojo should be pushed as a monster. And right. so losing I don't know, it it's 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 not quite helping the status on Raw. Like he can win his belt and he can defend his belt, but he seems to lose all the other matches leading up to defending his belt. So that's a little frustrating. To, and and f- as people who love Samoa Joe, it's a little frustrating because you're not putting him over in the correct way. Uh, oh no! And before you move, I also yeah. liked that. Uh, I also liked that the United States title was was so high up. Yeah. That was almost near the end of the show. Yep. I want to say the main event, but they had this other thing after with yep. Seth Rollins and Angus Styles. But basically, the main event match of the show. I like the U.S. title getting treated in mm-hmm. that regard, in yeah. that respect. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, maybe Dominic Mysterio will be Ramses. Maybe that'll be perfect. <laughs> 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 it's all a Nacho Libre episode. All right, AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. They went. This was a great nine-minute segment to end the show. Great back and forth between the two. Get that heat going. Each one jabbing at each other's history and past. Uh, AJ making reference to the fact that he doesn't have his two buddies running with him. Uh, Rollins going after him, going, this ain't friggin' SmackDown, son. This is a whole other ball game. All this back and forth. And then AJ pulls the heel move by punching Rollins. But Rollins is doing some heel moves, too, putting the belt up in his face. So there was a lot here that uh, you talked about this idea of who's the face, who's the heel in this in this battle. The fans I think didn't know where to go. Yeah, And it was weird right. to watch the fans be not apathetic, but not know who to cheer or boo. And they so they just didn't do anything. So uh, it was a great segment. Ended with a fantastic... Like, Why well, are our dads fighting? Yeah, yeah, basically. Great forearm obviously from uh, uh, from AJ. To maybe, the best the forearm, the maybe the best phenomenal forearm they've had. That's yeah. The, that, that through the table looked rad. That was awesome. And that it looked, looked like, like they, the way Seth took it, where he like, kind of like jumped up to go through the table, yep. looked really cool. And they looked like they actually hit each other in the head, which you know, I, I was I meant to ask you, like, I wonder how many times they legitimately like oh, all the injure time. themselves, like all the time, stingers and like get kind of hazy because that looked like it was a legitimate hit between the two, not knowing how the table was going to react to their bodies hitting it, you know. So um, I loved this. This was the third highlight of the night for me. Really great back. And I'm excited for this match because once again. I don't know who's going to win. Yes, Rollins should win since he just got the strap, but you never know. It's AJ Styles. You never know. Yeah, no, I I, I like this segment. Um, I would say, like, yeah, it was it was definitely not a negative part of the show. Mm. I feel like it was a positive part of the show. Um, like I said, I do feel like they've rushed into this in the past, yes. so I don't. It's, it's I get it, and and and. The hype is there. It's cool. I just kind of like feel personally feel like it's like they rushed into a huge match. Mm-hmm. So that is the only problem I still have while watching it. But they both made up for it. I mean, yep. like you said, they both 
held their own, good jabs at each other, entertaining. Um, the the phenomenal forearm looked awesome. Yeah, uh, I I think you might be onto something though with the whole club thing though. Is you know he, the fact that he made reference to Seth Rollins not having a crew anymore, and that same night his crew got brought to Raw, mm-hmm. does say something to me. It yeah, does, it does make me think that maybe they're. They maybe they are going to lean lean into that a little bit, especially with the rumors that the club is unhappy and wants to leave Gals and Anderson. Um, if their contract is coming up soon, I could see them being giving them a renewed push with AJ Styles. Even you know in that promo you mentioned mm-hmm. during the Gals and Anderson match, yeah. they said they they referenced being bulletproof yes. or something like that. Yep. Um, that makes me think that maybe there's something going on here, that there's a bigger picture, that they are going to kind of put the club together and have AJ Styles do a surprise win and win the universe title. That's certainly possible. I remember, uh, well, a few weeks ago, or not a few, a few days ago, you know, I'm on the WWE.com uh, mailing list because I buy shirts. Uh, they promoted the Bullet Club shirt. Uh, a few days ago, and said, "Hey, be a member of the club." Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "Wait a minute!" So, I, I <laughs> when do I get emails like <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. They do randomly promote things, but it's never something never like that. Yeah, yeah no. I had it, so I thought that was interesting. And who knows? Maybe that's kind of a little bit of foreshadowing what's going to happen. We'll see. Maybe maybe uh, Rollins uh, loses it. So now this. So what does Rollins do? Does he go and recruit a new shield, a new crew? I don't know. We'll see. But I like the fact that I don't know because AJ is so beloved by the WWE that it could go either way, and they could play. With this storyline, even more so. You know? Yeah, I, as much as I think that they were pumped on Seth Rollins and gave him this big push after Brock, it wouldn't shock me to see him lose the title. Yeah. It really wouldn't, especially if they do a club reunion type thing where yes. they, they help. I, yeah. it, it, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it would be fun to see. All right, well, that's our raw recap from last night. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, always appreciate the comments you send us on Twitter, or on Facebook, and, and on uh, uh, YouTube. Always fun to read those things. Ryan, tell them where they can follow and read everything you do pro wrestling sheet.com that's the website that's where you can read all the top stories throughout the week youtube.com slash c slash wrestling sheet that's where you can find all the videos that we do here at pro wrestling sheet the raw and smackdown recaps that i do with roca you can find wrestling sheet radio that i do with jamie iovine and elijah bates you can find them all on the youtube channel youtube.com slash c slash wrestling sheet while you're there please like the video please subscribe please comment i read them all do all those things it's a big help to me uh, it's a big help to everyone at uh, Wrestling Sheet and Collider, so make sure you guys do that. It helps me out a lot. Also, if you only want to listen to the audio of these shows, check out our podcast feed. It's on uh, Podcast One, it's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, all the biggest podcast platforms. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. Boom! There you go. You can follow Ryan at Ryan Satin. Follow me at The Roca Says. And of course, as I said, tweet at us about your thoughts about what, what you thought about what happened last night, what you think might be happening at SmackDown tonight. We'll be back tomorrow with a SmackDown Live recap here on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. Till then, take care. ProWrestlingSheet.com Napa know-how Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. 
When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 